On Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Pyle. Joined today, usual crew, plus Ollie. James Dean Raider is here. He's got his Lopers gear on. No, lopers. no Tiger gear for Whoa. Ben Funky Askren today. And we've got we've got Oliver Stone. Uh, we have plenty to get to. But let's let's check in with Ben first. Let's be kind to our. I guests. need you to have an official team, Christian. So when your team sucks, that I can then rub it in. <laughs> My uh, okay. Can, can you just denote an official team for you? Is it Virginia Tech? Because um, we did what we did beat them. You did. Um, you know what? I'm every team. They're all my favorites. I root. I'm like Rob Lowe. I root for like the league. I root for the major leagues and in the NFL. That's weird. No, I don't really. Um, honest, honestly. I had more allegiances when I started this job, and they've they've totally, almost completely faded away to oblivion to where I really, then you just like people, or like a coach. Yeah, or I a, agree. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel about high school wrestling in Wisconsin. Like I just cheer for the AWA kids. I don't really have a preference of the high school I went to or whomever. It's just like I don't really care who wins. I just want guys to do well. I just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> That's all that <laughs> represent really- themselves well. Oliver Stone. Yes, sir. It's good to have you back. How are you? Last week, Ollie, you know, we, we had this big thing. We, we roll out Ollie. We're like, he's going to be a cornerstone of this show moving forward. Okay. And then big presentation guy all of a sudden. All of a sudden. I had a big presentation, guys. It, um, I have a, a whole other job here at Flow. And, you know, it takes a lot of work. And I like to stay focused and do good jobs. And plus, I had a very big presentation. I was nervous. Um, you look curious on how it went, Ben. It went very well, but I was nervous and I sweated through my sweatshirt and had pit stains during Oof. it. Um, but that's okay because it was actually all about the information that was on the screen. So, yeah. and it went well. Thank you guys. Right. And, uh, sorry for being gone. I'm back. I missed y'all. And, um, I didn't know the cornerstone stuff. You, you failed to talk about that with me, but I'm here. We're glad. And we're <laughs> glad. We're glad to have you here. So, okay. A few things are... I'll talk about what we're going to talk about, which one we're going to talk about the officiating, these calls. Oh my goodness. What's happening. We're going to talk about the Iowa, Michigan duel, the Missouri, Oklahoma state duel, Penn state, Ohio state. I feel like we saw three of the, of the best teams have pretty down performances. Um, and so we'll get into that, but first the topic of the weekend that seemed to not just confuse fans and media, but coaches were these takedown calls. You've got Scott Goodale's tweeting about it. Roger Reina's tweeting about it. Everyone's confused. I've got coaches uh, texting me being like, you got, I got, you guys need to do like, we can't do anything, but you guys need to talk about this, raise the issue even more. They've got to get it fixed. Ben, I want your thoughts, your perspective. What are you seeing? What were you thinking as you were watching all this, all this action? Well, I would say the most egregious thing about it, it all is that they get to re- they get to review their own calls, and I was actually thinking, if like if they don't change any of their own calls, they should just get fired or something. Like there should be a stat tracker on how many of their own calls they they don't change, um, because some of them were obvious, and it's like in the moment you're like, oh, I understand how they can miss it. Things happen fast, yeah. But then you get to go back and watch it as many times as possible, and you still miss it. That's a problem. So I, there's a few few uh sequences i want to look at let's let's first we can look at the uh the penn state ohio state sequence that was 
kind of jump-started this conversation with Vinnie Kilcary, which what a surprise to see Vinnie Kilcary in this match. But Seriously. It looked like a – it was a really smart decision by Coach Ryan um, yeah. to use him. He had beaten him at the Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic, and, hey, use, use the guy you got. But uh, ultimately, they lost the match. It's 25 is wild, though, Christian, because I, I was like, oh, man, it's still Curie, like, maybe won a few open tournaments, and I hadn't really seen him much this year. He had 23 matches already. He has 16 and 7, um, some solid wins, but some not-so-great losses, uh, kind of like a, a decent freshman resume. Um, but then, you know, he almost goes – well, in my opinion, he did beat the number three guy in the country. Uh, so just adding to the craziness of 125. Yeah, so we can pull in some of that footage, the, the Penn State, Ohio State uh, – sequence with Brayden Davis and Vinny Kilcare. But what what did you see here in this, Ben? Did you think it was the no this is the this is oh, the Michigan State one. Indiana one. Um I thought uh this, this one yeah, <laughs> there we, we go. go. Uh I thought this was an obvious takedown. Uh all right, so he throws him, they're in a battle, nothing, 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 nothing. This is a weird how they do this. But then yeah. okay, right about here he pops up. That's two. It was and Three. it was and then he's on his back. Yeah. And if you're getting swipes, then you don't get to have danger, right? So he'd already given up a takedown. So it's not like he get, now gets to restart the danger. Like for a good second there, as Braden Davis bails and turns forward, that's a takedown right there. Takedown. Yeah. Still so, takedown. So Still takedown. What's interesting about the sequence is obviously the, the explanation takedown. that would be given from the yeah. official is re reaction time. Because obviously when he's uh, – when Brayden's belly's towards the mat and when he's on his back, that would be a takedown criteria. But the, I think, and honestly, maybe as an aside, the broader point seems to be you just need to, if you keep moving and keep hustling, which Brayden Davis for sure did, which, that's going to buy that's you. That's a good idea in general, Christian. It is that's a just good a good idea, period. Yes. It is a good idea in general, and it's just a good idea in nature. But now it seems to be being really rewarded. You keep moving and just don't be you know, still they're going to, it, it puts a seed of doubt in the, in the official's mind. But what I can't get around is Braden um, is taken down. I feel when his belly's pointed towards the mat. And yeah. then in order to create a reaction time sequence, he goes to another takedown sequence. So you can't go from one takedown, you know, criteria to another in, a, in an attempt to preserve some reaction time and, and I, yeah. That to me just doesn't make and, sense. And you know what I was thinking, and, and maybe this is not clear. I, I was thinking, I don't know the clear definition of it, but when someone is supposed to get a danger count, because it's like, I, you know, in the next video we're going to show um, the Penn Harvard one, which I actually think is worse. I, I do think too. It's yeah. it's, I it's think it's, it's so worse. bad. But like, are they counting danger swipes on him? But no, you could you could just keep put on your back. It doesn't all have to be danger. Like if you can put it on your back, you can put it on your back. Yeah, so we can pull in the, the uh, Penn-Harvard clip, C.J. Composto against Jaffe. And Composto goes double overs, throws the guy yes. straight to his back, holds, to his back. holds him there for, you could say, at least two seconds. It looked like three. And they Probably give more. the takedown initially. They review their own call and wipe it. And this this, to me, is like, what, and wait, they chose to review their own call, Christian. They, they're like, you Correct. know what? Let's wipe this one. I, I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. We can play that one. It's a pin. Yeah, play that one. That, that <laughs> one was like, what am I watching right now? Is this, is this really happening? Here it is. So Composto's, he's okay. on the edge. 
He's got double overs. Boom. Throws him straight to his back. And he's there. And now Jaffe is fighting off his back. And he eventually clears off his back and come, breaks free. So it should be a takedown. Probably That's takedown or near fall to me, guys. Near That's takedown or near escape. fall. There's not even a question. And then watch him back straight out of bounds here, too. And they don't call this. Look, stand straight up. Shot off the mat back straight out. No call there. Like, oh. there's so many non like pin points and sequences. Wait, hold on. Was Roger Reina throwing the brick for a near fall there? Pro I think so. I think that's what the mark Because at the end, you can saying. see Green's brick is on the mat. Watch watch at the end of the sequence. Okay. If we can kind of skip through it kind of quick. When they stop it, you'll see Roger yeah. Reina's brick is on the mat. Yeah. So he threw the brick because he wanted a near fall. <laughs> and uh, so maybe they didn't review their own call. Mark Hall, that's actually what so he watch, said. Watch, watch when it comes when the when the camera comes up, the brick will now be on the mat. Uh, the brick is on the mat now. The officials could have said we're going to review this. Yeah, though. Yeah, they could have. Mark Hall said calling the mat was three takedown reviewed on an iPad and then reversed. We were under the assumption that it was being reviewed for some near fall. Yeah, which is, it should have been. Shots fired okay. at iPads. I mean, maybe he's probably, a <laughs> he's a Microsoft Surface man. <laughs> there's probably better ways to be reviewing a call, I guess. But ah, you, know, iPad, you but can see it. You can see it. They, Whatever. That's what they you know what? Good NFL. point. Yeah, they used to just go to those little booth yeah. little windows. So good point. I stand corrected. Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay I actually with the like. IPad. You know what? I like watching uh, matches with if they send on like an iPhone. The iPhone has that feature where you can use your thumb to like really slowly mm -hmm. swipe across what's happening. That feature is great. So I'm assuming they have the same feature on an iPad. It could make it really easy to watch and see things, especially like locked hands calls, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. So shout out iPads. Hey, is the volume okay? <laughs> I see Uncle Hefe says, why can they not get the volume right? I hope you guys hear us okay. We're doing our best, oh, if man. not. Um so next You guys sound great to me. All right, well that's good, but ultimately not. Important. All right, back back to the Braden Davis thing though. I mean, I just I think it's such a clear takedown. Um, if you give up a takedown, you can't then roll back in and say, well, now I get a danger count or something. I just, I really can't understand. I can understand in the moment how he maybe would have missed it. Yeah. And then, you know, cause if you wait, if you wait three seconds, then there is kind of a scramble happening after three seconds and you could say, well, there's no control now. And that, that would be true, but there was control for two or three seconds. So when you go back and watch it, you should see Oh, this is obvious. Yeah. It's takedown. Now, compare this, those two sequences you just watched with this Michigan State-Indiana clip, which decided the duel. This takedown occurs with le less than a second left. We can pull, pull that one in as well. That's what shows to me there's just rampant inconsistency with how takedowns and reaction time are being interpreted by each individual ref. And um, so they're going to go to the, yeah, here they got it. The end. They got it pulled in. So you see that, I mean, shout out to Fungaro for not quitting because this looked over and he hits a little pass by right as time expires. I don't know. That time might have been out. It really might have been. So what it was, you can't see the tents, but the, apparently the there were tents on there, and the takedown was given with like point point five or something. Breathe. Boom, right there. Oh, so, crazy. Very crazy. But there should be a takedown. I mean, that it doesn't, definitely looks like the time is out. But if there is, in fact, time on the clock and you can see that, then that's for sure a takedown. I agree. He's conceded that yeah. position. So maybe those positions are all completely different and all these calls were right. I know. For no, that, no. 
No, don't concede. Do not concede, Christian Piles. <laughs> Stand your Stand ground. Up for I'm not. I'm obviously Stand not. up for yourself. And it, it has been acknowledged, basically, that, hey, the, the takedown in the Penn State-Ohio State match was wrong. I do think they're going to um, – my prediction is that they're going to take steps to sort of correct what's happening. Um, I think any other – Steps by NCAA's time? I, I or... think but... – yeah, there's a process that exists for – Hey, sending out memos and figuring it out. And yeah. I, I think it's going to happen. I think they're going to say, hey, this is. So, but there already isn't reaction time. Um, or, I'm sorry. There already is reaction time and it has not changed. There's nothing different. Yeah. Um, but, you know, you actually posted, unfortunately, the date and fix sequence with Josh uh, Edmund. That's something that would have last year under instantaneous possibly been a takedown, which is like that should not have been a takedown. That's dumb, you know? Um and that's the type of stuff that reaction time is for. Right. So it's Re not instantaneous because that is just in wrestling. It just doesn't – having instantaneous doesn't work. So, you know, that's kind of what reaction time is for. Like the Braden Davison was well past reaction time, as was the dude being on its back. And I don't know if my tweet caused confusion, but the Dayton fix defense uh, against Edmund I think is exactly why we do and should have reaction yes. time. Like, yeah, he got to maybe a position where if you snapped a photograph, you'd say – does this look like a takedown? Hand down. Say, hand down. But it's so instantaneous, and he's immediately rolling under and countering. Correct. That's why we have reaction time. Not so you can be taken down, roll to your back, and then time runs out. Not so that you can be thrown yeah. to your back, and because you're fighting off your back, it's not a takedown. It's for the yeah. Dayton fix types of incredible defense. That's why I like reaction time until it starts nullifying good takedowns, in which case I'm like, do you scrap it all? <laughs> Because it's such a nebulous thing. Yeah, I was going to say something very similar, and then you just said that. But all this kind of reminds me of uh, in the NFL when there was, like, at least the season span when they couldn't decide on what a catch was. And there was, like, the Des Bryant situation and then the— Calvin Johnson. All of those crazy catches, and they somehow fixed it. So it gives me hope for this situation. I have hope. Yes. There's a lot of good—that's, like, one of the—the the, the Penn State, Ohio State guy. He's, like, one of the top-regarded refs in the Big Ten. So it's not like— he doesn't know ball. He knows what's going on. Just, um, yeah. And I think they, they have the, I think they'll get it right. And ultimately what we just want to see is the calls be right at NCAs, right? You know, the conferences, right. NCAs. Well, that's what, no, that's I don't thing. agree. I want it to be right all the time. Yeah. Ultimately. Well, right now I'm just, we're, we're left with nothing but concessions because you, we can't say all the time because all the time has already, it's already happened. There've already been, Wrong winners, wrong losers because of bad calls. So yeah, hey, that Noah certain call was a bad one too on the near fall. Like I thought that I yeah that's a flow that's a flow product. So we could probably pull that one up and yeah, watch. I it, didn't but, send that. Uh, okay. Just another case where the referee refuses to change his own call. Um, there was one time when a referee changed his call yesterday. Cause I remember I was I was scrolling through Twitter and I said call reviewed and it actually said call reversed. I was like, oh my god, a call actually got reversed because when you think about how many get reversed it's a very very well they reversed in the number. harvard pen yeah they reversed <laughs> oh they reversed it the wrong way what are they doing careful what you wish what for they, they also doing? they reversed it in the indiana michigan state one there was no call there was no takedown on the mat and then he looked at it oh really and gave the takedown yeah so that was oh, well i stand i stand corrected then yeah now uh, i'm seeing some people in the chat bring up the uh the independent or third-party review is that something that would improve the process? Is that going on? What's going yes. on in, with the reviews? Here's my idea. 
I don't think it, it cannot be that crazy in, in the year 2024 that you have. All right. So obviously you can't send three refs to every duel. That is not possible. Yes. But why can't you have three or four officials on standby Almost like how the NFL goes to New York. Can't we send yes. this match footage to a centralized place? And they can just sit there and look at it and be like, no, yes. There has to be uh, not a technological think, impediment right? to that. Um, well, it is a bit of a tricky honestly, situation with that many duels or matches or tournaments that could be going on at the same time. That's why you need several, but... but you know, you would need several. How many, sure. how many duels do you think at most are ever happening at the same time? 20, and, and also, yeah, probably put that ref, put that referee on a timer. You got sixty seconds to decide this. You can rewind it, like, and maybe they even have to be like currently watching, like have have on some devices, a handful of you know things, and pay them, and then they can just go back to that wherever the thing is. Because, like, say the Noah Certain, for example, I had it on my phone, and I went back, and I, you know, oh, 10 second rewind, watch it again, ten second rewind, watch it again, you know, like. It's it's pretty damn quick to be able to watch things over and over again. So I like that, Christian. the the pro the problem of with that, and I think it can be solved for. But like at sometimes at freestyle tournaments, for example, they will have I think it's like one referee for these six mats or whatever, you know. And then all of a sudden, three calls happen at once, and then the third one, the last one, is waiting freaking forever because the referee's got to go through the first call. And the second call and the third call. Yeah. So it would have to be a scenario where you have like one per two or something to that effect. That's you, that's my thought, yeah. The other issue with yeah. that is sometimes with these streams and if officials, if the officials at this home base only had the TV streams, the stream clock is not completely Ooh. synced up with the match clock. So if it's a did time run out situation, you might not be able like Michigan State, Indiana, you don't get to see tenths of a second, or right. it could be completely off by a second or two, and you don't get to see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Multiple camera angles too would be nice, but you know now we're now we're getting spoiled, right? To have so many different camera angles right. to look at. So the anyway, that's happening. Not not a you know discussing officiating is kind of I won't say it's a cornerstone of FRL, but it's something that happens kind of frequently. But this I feel like it happens in every sport, though, right? Yeah, I don't watch other sports, but I feel like it. You feel correctly. I mean, how many people were talking about the Sean Strickland uh, Duplessis scoring? Oh, that's the judges. The, that is the word. The well, yeah. judges in MMA are worse than any referees in any sport. Yeah, don't get Ben going and in this room. <laughs> so for some reason, there's just not a. I don't know why. This would still be so simple, Christian, and it makes me think that Dana White actually likes the the volatility and variability of the judges' scorecards, but. You could have, say, 10 people you trust score the card, right? And then if you have one referee who's or one judge who's constantly dissenting, like, you're wrong. I'm sorry. Boot you're out. Like, yeah. you, don't get, you don't get to go anymore. You don't get picked anymore. And I know you'd argue with me that the uh, Nevada State Athletic Commission picks the judges, but come on. Come on. Yeah. Man. I don't. Yeah. So, anyway, it is, a, it is something that happens in, like, every sport for sure, but. Yes. Yeah, so we, we wanted to talk about that. I didn't want to lead the show with it, but it felt like this was a special circumstance. But, Before we but go on. At the NCAA tournament, there is, in fact, independent uh, referees in the yes. booth, correct? Correct. So that'll, that'll help. Oliver? Is there a fix to this? Well, the Yeah, so the reaction time? 
I don't know. I don't know if you're ever there, there's not a fix fix in terms of we got it right now. We figured out bless you, Benjamin. Thank you. Um I don't know. I don't know if there's like a, a way to get it consistent across the board. If Ben Askren was writing the reaction time rule book and you were teaching officials, what would yeah. you say? Well, there's there. Uh, so this is where I don't think you can't do instantaneous. That's just dumb. Um, it's not good at all. And so there, therefore there has to be some, some level of reaction time. Right. Um, and so then you can't make a rule. Cause what do you say? 0.5 seconds. And then how are they actually in time? Timing. Yeah. You can't actually time that. Right. So when we control, secure, the world. but, <clears throat> but yeah, and that, that might be part of the, I mean, honestly, I was thinking in some of these situations, like, you know, you got to think like, what are people trained to do? And so now they're being trained when a back is exposed to do a danger count, like that could cause hesitation or or struggle with what should be happening you know like you get wires crossed there because oh is this a situation where i should be counting neutral danger or not do you know right. what i'm saying or no yeah like, I did. it adds an element to it so uh i don't think there's any hard and fast rule it's when control is established and then that is kind of gray area but you know if you were to watch a takedown like uh, either one of the two that we picked today i think if you put a poll up and said is this a takedown you'd be in the high 90 percentage of that is a takedown. And when a ref doesn't get that, that's a problem. What is happening more? Takedowns are being given that aren't takedowns or takedowns that are real are not being awarded. Hmm. Takedowns are real. I feel like it's that one. I feel like yeah, there's real takedowns one. that are not being awarded and that the, or are those just sticking out to us right now? No, I mean, no. I mean, that's just my opinion. My opinion is that that's what I'm I'm seeing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't And I don't like think it should be too that many I, this year. I think you should be Where's, airing the other way, personally. Too you you're saying too fast not too slow. I'm saying more I'm saying they're requiring a a burden of from the offensive wrestlers that is really too hard and too nebulous to clear sometimes and that they should be a little more apt to giving the takedown they're in a position of of control yeah. for a period of time give the takedown yeah. and then you know yeah. let it sort out but i think you want to err on the side of of offense yeah. and the attacker um not well it's not yeah. clear it's not this it's not that and yeah um not and not to get on uh my high horse or make people offended but my wife says i have the tendency to do that sometimes so <laughs> so let's go um <laughs> You know, I know some of these referees, uh, they, they do it a lot. And so, some of them are very good. But it feels to me, and obviously that like the NCAA referees are better than any other level, um, in my opinion. But it's still like they just need to have this extra depth of knowledge of these scramble situations so you know exactly what's happening, exactly who's in control, what the next move is going to happen. That way you can be kind of predictive in – you're like, okay, this is what's going to happen. And you kind of like see where the action is flowing to and flowing from, and you understand better who has control. This is probably even more important in freestyle wrestling, but it still is very helpful when you're refereeing a folk style wrestling match. Yeah, I think there is a deep level of knowledge outside of the rules that, that really can help you. Like you can know the rules, but you've got to – yeah, I, I agree with you totally. Yep. I think Well, especially with some of these new scrambles because, I mean, really, you know, they started in my era – and they, but they've gained popularity where you're seeing them a, a lot. Yeah. Um, and I still feel like there's a few referees who 
you know, in these scramble situations, they're kind of, they just, they don't have a real depth of knowledge in those situations to understand what exactly is happening. Yeah. All right. Let's talk Penn yeah. state, Ohio state. We already talked about one twenty five. Uh, Braden Davis avoids the curse of one twenty five. This kid is powerful. He is, <laughs> he has been able to ward off, uh, something that every other one twenty five has suffered, which is defeat. He's still undefeated, uh, for the season. On the uh, books. On the books. That's all that matters. And so shout out to him for being super consistent and hustling at the end of that match. But 33, this was, this was as shocking as the, uh, the 125 no Oh, my call. God. So shocking. Nick Buzakis picks apart Aaron Nagao. Now, it's a 12-10 final. But what were your thoughts on this, Ben? As a documented you know Buzakis uh, detractor. No, I, I, I gave him compliments. Uh on bottom in that Ragason match. And I almost picked him because of he has, he must be so powerful. Do you see the way he sits these legs when they're in? Yes. He did it to Nagao also. It's, it's so ridiculous how much power house. he can generate. Yeah. It's so crazy. Um, so I literally almost picked him for that reason because I thought Nagao's not going to be able to get the leg ride going. Um, but I did not see him shooting and scoring on Aaron Nagao a whole bunch of times. And then, you know, he has a regression to meet on Sunday and he loses to Dylan Shaver. So, and, you know, maybe you brought up, someone else said to me, maybe Nagao is just not quite as good as he performed at the end of last season. And I think that is probably the most likely thing to be true. Right. And yeah, or, to- or you could say Ohio State as a whole Sunday hangover match can't count it against Rutgers. Yeah. And I, Ollie, what you missed. Well, they is- actually wrestled well. Yeah. Not against Rutgers. You think they wrestled well against? Yeah, they did. Uh, Feldman got an upset win. Giag got an upset win. Um, McCrone got an upset win. That's true. That's three upset wins right there. So those guys fall through the hangover. That doesn't mean the other guys weren't feeling yeah. it a little bit. That's yeah. all. Who got the hangover? You don't even know about that, hangovers. You know, Dylan, no drinking. Dylan D'Amelio lost to Michael Sarah. Oh, I did see that one. All right, so we got two. We got three no, there's on the one other. Two on the Rugotsky got pinned by Soldano. Which is oh, like that is not that is not that, <laughs> no, that's, that's hangover. That's, that's hangover. That's hangover. No, that is not. You stop it right now. That is not a hangover. That is like, hey, who's gonna get pinned, Rogatsky or or Soldado? Let's flip a coin. Oh shoot, heads today. I guess it's Rogatsky. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, Ben? Are you I guys kidding you, me on that one? <laughs> I let you be the expert on wrestling and MMA and all that stuff. You let me be the hangover uh, hangover expert. Okay, <laughs> hangover. <laughs> yeah. Saldano Rogatsky is about as insane as you can get, guys. And it literally was. There were with like a minute and a <laughs> half, with a minute and a half left in the uh in the second period, there had already been three reversals and a locked hands call. In addition to like other takedowns. Like they it, they're just I hope they wrestle at Big Tens. because um, it'll be insane. Saldano oh can't help gracious. himself. All time junker you, match. No. He, he he cannot. It's impulsive. He because before before he pinned him, he like rolled across his back. Like I know you hear roll across your back. You think, oh, like but no. He's just rolling across his back, like All pinning himself. It's, <laughs> yes. it's horrible, but he somehow comes out. Uh, he is inexplicable. Not that much. Okay, listen, not as frequently as last year, Christian, because he's not having a good year, so he's not coming out as frequently as he did right. the year prior. People are catching on. But Rogotsky's just as guilty. This man, how many times did he reach back on Truex before it actually worked? Well, he didn't reach back this time. He got the... Uh, this from front headline. Rogowski got yeah, that right. over yeah. under. Yeah, over under. I've but said, in like off those early takedowns, he was like, reach back. He loves reach the back. lat whip. <laughs> reach back. 
Yes. Against so much. Sol- he he must be really obviously he's good with that move, but he's got a weird strength there because Soldano was all the way behind and he kept a hold of him so tight for so long before they could even give the takedown. He must have really? some Yes, if you go back and rewatch it, he holds it for a while to the point that Soldano can't circle behind and get the takedown oh for God. like well, he's probably scared. Seconds. I mean, Saldano's smart to not circle behind there. Actually, I got really mad at one of my high school kids because he was in that exact situation, and he's, like, out to the side. But the second you circle behind, you take all your posts away. Yeah. Right? So you kind of give it to him. So you actually can't – you're not supposed to circle behind there. Okay. Well, you should watch. You know I, what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I know what you're saying, but I think if you watch, you'd be like, Sald- Saldano should be able to clear. And he ultimately clears that position and circles into him. So okay. I don't know. Just rewatch. So it. not a hangover match for Ohio State because they had too many positives to be a hangover match. Spin zone where they still drunk. Ollie. Yeah. See, he doesn't even know about that. <laughs> he doesn't even know about that that nuance there of a hangover. Yeah. They weren't. They won because they were still jazzed up from the night before, and then oh a couple gosh. hours later they started to feel that grogginess, the headache come in, the whole the whole deal. Ben doesn't know. Now the flight home. How are they feeling? Uh, depends if they got Sleeper. back after it or not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think they probably slowed it down a little bit. So, yeah, a wild weekend for Ohio State. Buzakis beats Nagal. That was a surprise. Bartlett yes. Mendez comes down to overtime. Um, Man, your boy Bartlett, just he just doesn't do much. He, he really enough. doesn't. He does Except when almost nothing. Dubs. He's going to be ranked number one tomorrow I, morning, by that, the way. Uh, as he should be. Yeah. Um, this is one thing. I gave this advice to my high school athletes. Uh, the last two weeks in a row uh, on not on this position, but I'm going to give this advice to Jesse Mendez shooting, shooting to the leg is not a win. Like you, that is not a win. Sometimes people think they, Oh, I, well, I got to his leg. Like that's like the start, uh, but no, there's a decent chance. It's actually a negative. And so when Mendez shot the, the same my crotch, he shot in overtime. He shot prior, I think maybe in the second period, and he got him almost got scored on. Did not get scored on. Escaped out of there. But that's when you should be kind of stubborn enough to say like, oh, maybe I shouldn't shoot that shot. Or not too stubborn and say I shouldn't shoot that shot again. Because last time I shot that shot, I almost got in trouble. And there's a decent chance I may get in trouble again and maybe go to a different attack. Yeah. Um, so he gets countered and, and taken down there. That gets reviewed and called a, a takedown. I thought it was I thought it looked like the right call. I thought he was in had broken 90 for the the period of time. So yeah, Bo Bartlett gets it done. I mean, you see that match go to overtime. You're like, all right, Bo's probably winning this. And he does in fact win it. And then 49, Tyler Kasak, man, he is, well, one, okay, two things. He does look really good. Dylan D'Amelio, like the puppy dog said, rough. It ain't great. (laughs) I had a guy I worked with that used to say that. At the at the hospital, he used to always say that. So, what was his name? Ivan. Shout out Ivan. Shout out Ivan Sean. Ivan. Yeah, he was. Buddy Ivan. Dude, he was. <laughs> this guy was wild. Awesome guy. Um. Anyway, he used to say that, so I wanted to say it one time. But anyway, yeah, um. But okay, Dylan Demilio actually was. I don't know if you realize this. He was in on a match where he takedown, but had the same thing happen as as Jesse Mendez got scored on off his own high crotch. Yes. Um, so Ohio State could work work that high crotch position, but if you if you do get start get they get around the corner, it is it's hard for the offensive man to start scoring that. It's just way more likely. 
that the defense scores. So it's still limited sample size, Ben, but how good do you think Tyler is? How high do you think he can perform this year? Hmm, man, he's pretty good. Uh, how high do I think he can go? Ben's going to did have the it. close one over uh, David Evans the previous week. Hmm. Teammate match can count. Yeah, teammate matches don't count. What? Why not? Yeah, oh, I, really, I didn't realize he actually had a tiebreaker against David Evans also. He... His so only loss is Bartlett. His next best win is D'Amelio. Hmm. Man, I got to see him against someone else. When's yeah. he going to wrestle someone real scrappy? Not Iowa. Iowa's guy is solid, not great. Scrappy. I don't scrappy. know who they're going to use. I need a scrappy one. Scrappy do. I'm saying All-American. Yeah. I, I think that's his ceiling this year. I don't think he can contend so he'll for have, the title. Ooh. So he'll have... Uh, Iowa, then Mitch Moore, who's solid, and then um, Ridge Lovett. Okay, February eighteen. Man, so we're here's my. He's gonna win those two, and he's gonna lose to Ridge, and we're gonna be like, still don't know, still don't know. That'll yeah. be that'll be my opinion. I, I think he's good enough to place for sure. I don't know if he can reach like top yeah. four, but I think he's probably in the five through eight realm. I think the that's, top. That's kind of how I feel. I think the top. The top three are really good. So maybe he could get fourth. Because Ridge, Caleb, and um, Gomez. I Gomez. see him beating a Jackson Arrington. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they wrestled in high school at some point also. Or Jackson yeah. Lamer. But now yes. Gomez is going to – Gomez, you guys have Gomez at six. He's obviously going to move up a decent amount. Yeah. Israel Thomas will not stop yelling until JD makes Austin Gomez number one for, as he oh acknowledged, God. no reason He's... whatsoever. <laughs> Just vibes. Just pure vibes. Yeah, actually, when you look at like, uh, say, ten through twenty, I could for sure see him being any of those. I mean, I would probably likely pick him being any of those guys. Okay, Haynes wins. Uh, Mitchell got gets kind of ridden a little bit here against no, Bryce. I didn't like that. Yeah, what, what do you have to say about that, Ben? Well, Mitchell. So I I couldn't see the referees. So obviously, Mitchell chose down one of the periods, and then Hepner chose top one of the periods. Mm -hmm. Cause he didn't want that smoke on his feet, I guess, but he did get Mitchell. Did, it took a while, but he did get a reversal in the second. Right. And then, like I said, I, I, I'm pretty sure the third period Hepner chose top mm -hmm. Mitchell did get a reversal, but then got reversed back. And then, I mean, the end was kind of dumb cause he got stuck in that like really untight cradle, but there was, you just can't break the lock from there. And Hepner's like, I guess I just like losing by six points. I'm not going to try to turn this sucker Dang. over. And no, so Hefner had to like try for thirty. Yeah, he had it for like twenty seconds, and we were like, Bump "You in. just conceded! Like you got to try." You just conceded. You just sat there with a cradle. Like, are we even trying to win here? At one point, Mitchell even like put his hand up. Like, yeah, what he are was, we doing? <laughs> Mitchell's he demonstrative. Doing he's a demon. Yeah, he Do you know you don't know what demonstrative means. Oh Sounds like God. he's a yeah, he's a demon, demon vibe. That's what it means. I think he's an actual dude. Uh, so, All right. So that, yeah, I mean, obviously I like to like him to get off bottom a little quicker. I mean, Hefner was just, he, he is tough. He's good top. there. He's good with some of those positions. For all Ben's barbs. I would have also have liked to, to see Mitchell. And I'm sorry, what? For all your barbs, you do it. Yeah. You do need to acknowledge he is good on top. He's, he's scrappy on top. I would like to see Mitchell not ride as long in the first. Um, that's kind of something, not just Mitchell, but kind of like a lot of my guys. I always feel like, if you're if you have a significant superior superiority in the neutral position, then try to 
use it as much at your advantage as possible in the first period. So like, unless you have say like the one, he got a bar right off the takedown and almost ran it over. Like if you have that, sure, go for it, right? Or if you get a credit off the takedown, go for it. But if you're not getting like really positive situations, like don't spend a whole bunch of time on top because I think he was on top for like a minute and something in the first period. Yeah, I th- I thought this, it looked like he'd be able to take him down almost at will. He, but um, yes, seventy four Rocco Welsh is the real deal. Um, he gave he's tough. He gave Starachi a, a fight. You know, he wasn't close to scoring, yeah. but three one. I mean, it looked like early three one. Uh, after one, you're like, all right, this could be. He could run run it up. And then yeah. the, at some point, the, the pendulum swung the other way and Starachi was tired and Rocco got a stall call. Yeah. Yes. So um, two things here. Number one would be that, um, you know, what happened? What, one of the things we said happened that would be really bad for Rocco Welsh happened. He got taken down relatively early, early and he actually got off bottom pretty well. Carter's tough on top. Uh, Rocco had been ridden previously and Rocco did a good job getting off bottom. Uh, I thought that was going to be a big problem for him, and he was able to solve for that. So I thought that was pretty impressive. Um, and then my second thought is, Gabe Arnold was talking trash on Carter Strachey. You guys hate this idea. But if Rocco Welch can go with Carter, I think Gabe can go with Carter. And if I'm the Hawkeyes, I'm putting him in at 174 this Friday. I think I'm with your logic. I don't disagree with anything yes. you said. I, okay. think, I think Gabe can wrestle with Carter Strachey. But... I think if we see him, it's going to be at 184. And I think that's a smarter move. Because you think he could possibly beat Bernie Truax? I think he can possibly beat Bernie Truax. I do not think Aiden Riggins can. I think... He definitely cannot. Now, Griffith majored Kennedy. But I think there's a world where Kennedy can keep that to a decision. I mean, I don't know Man, why Kennedy I really... Went... I was disappointed in that one. Well, he took bottom. So... I didn't. That, <laughs> that did not help. The match was over as soon as he, why, t- he took bottom. Why do they turned. do that? Why do they do that? It's two weeks in a row, just giving Shane Griffith Freeze. gifts. Uh, and then he. But why do people just uh, auto bottom is so ridiculous, isn't it? For a point. For a point. It's one point. For a point. Talk about point here. Analytics has not made its way into wrestling. It seems. <laughs> no, or, I don't know if it's just like. I don't know if it's that or it's just like, oh, we can get away. Or it's, you don't know how good Shane is there. I don't know. That would kind of be... Okay, Shane's like in his 17th year. Everyone has to know how good he is there, right? Not a lot of tape. Not the verdict lot. is still out. <laughs> Not a lot of things on video tape. That would be such an easy metric to do, Ollie, to your point. Uh, maybe you can start the analytics firm. But when people choose bottom on Shane Griffith or any wrestler... What is the point differential, right? Are they more likely to get an escape? Are they more likely to get ride timed? Ride timed? I don't know if that's a word. Riding time? Um, or near fault? Are they, you know, what is the, is it, right? Is it more like, because I, I would venture to guess that Shane Griffith is the most likely to get points when someone chooses bottom on him. It would seem so. Um, so, I, but regardless, I think Kennedy can wrestle a, uh, a better match against Starachi than he did against Griffith and keep that to a decision. I think either way you're looking at probably a decision at 74 for Penn state, obviously more is possible, but,
But if you're looking at it from Iowa's point of view, all right, you got you have a couple more uses of of Gabe. You should use him here. Seventy four doesn't make a ton of sense. Kennedy is a firm starter now. You you've you've decided he's going to be your guy. So benching him for the true freshman doesn't make as much sense as Aiden Riggins, who is a, a long but, shot to qualify. And yeah, but at the same time, it's Gabe's not best like wins at eighty four. Sure, but it's not like Kennedy's going to beat uh, Carter. That's just, Im- I don't want to say impossible, but it's kind of impossible, you know? So, it's like, you don't need to give Kennedy another loss. Just leave his record where it is. Put Arnold in there because it's because we all want to see it, and they really care about our opinions more than anything. Well, and if 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 Carter Starocki got Carvered, that'd be a huge story. I mean, no doubt about it. I just don't, I don't think it's likely. I think it's more likely they would give up bonus than at... 74 and 84. Yeah. If if they used uh, Gabe or if they stayed put and didn't use Gabe at 84. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I think, I think, okay. I genuinely believe, Ben, the smarter decision is to use Gabe at 84 for this duel. Probably. For, for dual attacks. You're, you're probably right. Okay. There's a reason they did it against Iowa State. Yeah. And I think they'll do it probably against. Tim against Truex, and I think against yeah, Plot as well. Man. And Looking then at Truex's record, I mean, Arnold's for sure going to keep it close. He's got a two-point win over Melshuski, three-point win over Bullock, three-point win over James Raleigh. Uh, yeah, Arnold will definitely be able to keep it close, if not make it really competitive against um, against Truex. Yeah. Bounce-back match for, for Truex, potentially, and haven't seen Gabe since the salute, I want to say. So... No, yeah. notable but i like the matchup for gabe as far as 84s i'm not saying he'll win but i'm saying i don't it's not parker ketkeisen right it's not someone or even a like a pinto i think that'd be a tough matchup for him but i like the matchup here for gabe but we'll see what they do probably won't know but that's my guess we're gonna get it into it more on thursday but could be a rough duel for iowa it's gonna be fun to uh break it oh down oh my gosh or interesting could be could iowa get blanked that's, possibility. That's the question. Um, Man, you know, we did that uh, line last week on Iowa, Michigan. And it's so funny because my, my logic for picking Michigan was they always end up with some rando in the lineup. <laughs> it just seems like every single time. And they end up with the kid at 84 who almost beat Aiden Riggins. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah. And then obviously the rest of the backup is 65 also. And they still got it done. Yeah, they smoked. Um, yeah. So what do we think? Bad performance by Iowa. Good performance by Michigan. Combo. Absolutely T- terrible performance from Iowa. That's my yes. thought. Um, look, Wait, started one twenty-five. Twenty-five. Drake Wait, oh, it's my fault. We didn't. We didn't finish Ohio State and Penn we State. We kind of got my, to my it. Fault. I'll take oh, all. Wow. We can talk about Luke Gia getting. Te- I mean, we hit no, it. No, I want to talk about. I want to talk about uh, Daniel. Oh, he Daniel did exactly Gregor. what we thought he would do. He would, he shot from too far out, but he's so big and strong, he just goes right through him. That's what I said in the. It's crazy. I did a recap video. I was like, Feldman actually had the right game plan and was trying to execute it. He's just totally outmatched by by Greg. Like you're yeah. not gonna be able to reattack this guy. I feel like uh, I'm glad Tyler's not here, but like he could be the guy for for Paris Kirkfleet. It would not surprise me at oh, all. Tyler Meisinger. Yeah. That's the match. Olympic trials. Yeah. I, I think so. Yes. I Who think would you Gre- pick? Uh, it's tough because I kept 
waiting for Greg to get it back last year, and he never did. Like, I'm pretty sure I picked him in the duel, and I might have picked him at big – I think I did pick him at big tens. And for whatever reason – I mean, Mason just got that much better and beat him three times last year. So it's tough for me to go back on just, like, unsee that. And, you know, you could say it's folk style, but really what's the you – know, not a big difference in how those guys wrestle. And he just – Mason won the takedown game. So yep. – and then he went and won a, a medal. And he wrestled Gable sort of tough in a match. Like, I don't know. Yes. So I'm with Mason, but well, and then obviously so now he's got the medal, so he gets to sit out, right? Yeah, he gets to sit out, and you've got guys like Gwiz is. isn't Gwiz isn't gone, and there's other guys, so yeah, you know it, it'll be tough. That's a huge advantage, big time. So big time. Um, Greg, Beast but mode. hey, and then Feldman. To, I mean, how good this is to back up how good how good Greg is is Feldman beat uh, Big Slav on Sunday. Yeah. But the good thing about Big Slav is not actually that big. And I think that helps Feldman. I mean, Feldman in here look about the same size. Yes. Whereas against correct. Greg, it's like, uh-oh. They bumped up their 97-pounder. <laughs> Greg's, yes. Greg's a beast. That's just a tough, tough, tough matchup for everyone. Okay. Per- permission to go to Iowa. Michigan. I'm sorry. I just want, I wanted to put it. I wanted to, you know, talk about that Greg match and put a nail in the coffin. There. Yeah. Nail is in the coffin. Good overall, good performance from Ohio State. Honestly, they got they especially got, if you give them twenty five. They get twenty five, and then you know forty one and seventy four were in in the balance. Not sort of, sort of seventy four, sort, sort of not. Ish. It was the, the, the you're if you're within a takedown as when the clock strikes the zero. The only match in that duel where they go away, kind of thinking. Darn, maybe we didn't perform like we should have. Was forty one, forty nine? Uh, okay, yeah, forty nine too. No, yeah, I disagree me. on forty one. Yeah, I think I thought they were. That's... But you go, you're going into that match. You're thinking, yeah. If you're Ohio State, you're like, okay. Jesse's winning. Like from Ohio State's POV, you're like Ohio State's Ooh. winning this. You're like yeah. Jesse. Jesse can. Jesse should beat this guy. If you're from Ohio State, and you go, we're going into overtime. That's where Barlett likes to be. But you're still like. Jesse can go and get a takedown. You lose that one, you're like, darn. 49, obviously. Uh, I don't same know. Same thing when you lose. But... Do you think they have enough self-awareness to know that one was a coin flip? Yeah, the, and the, I mean, the, listen. Well, on. that's what I'm saying. You lost a coin flip yeah. match, so you're like, darn, okay. we want to win the coin flip. Every other match, you're like, good job. You did your job. Yeah. Well, I would that's say fair. the, the uh, last week's pick winner saw this one right. And if you notice, Ben, I'm running you down. Was it me? It went from seven. Dude, he was up I seven. The last two. He was up seven. Now he's up one. Only because Dang, that bad. I didn't even look. This is how my life goes, Christian. What? I did. I did what? a gimmick pick with Lachlan McNeil. And he, he had, stopped. That was and not he had a, a freaking cradle. You do this all the time, Christian. That was a gimmick. You do this all the time. You can't let it go. You can't let things go. You just keep picking the same for like Greg and Mason. You just do it. Okay. So this week, yourself. this week I went ten and ten. Ben went seven and thirteen. Uh, Christian went twelve and eight. Uh, uh, we hate get, that. Get ready. Momentum's a real thing in pickums. Uncle Zip Mo, green pants. Uncle Mo. No, it's coming. I can feel it. It's crazy. I can't wait. Shut to get, up, Ollie. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Where would where would Seth Mendoza's plaque look nice? 
Like right, right over. You're too fancy. Show. They're not going to let you put it up. Oh yeah, this is my domain. I do what I want in my office. <laughs> Man, you cave. guys got fancy designers. You know, we probably got a room planner coming out. No, first Christian, of all, that's not going to look nice. Ben talking about his domain. It looks like it's a closet with a TV put up in it. It doesn't <laughs> look like much of an office. It's my ultimate. domain. <laughs> that's how he likes. Well, this used to be. I don't know if you guys get. Uh, oh man, I'm gonna mess something up here. This used to be an open room uh, here, and then um, coronavirus happened, and my kids are home every day. And then I had—I literally had to build a wall there so I could like shut them out because they were home all the time. I like how you have that nice ring light set up for the. You, it lights up your face very well. You look handsome. Shows my good side here. Yeah. You uh um, I mean, you say we have fancy designers, but Spade just brought a Daryl Strawberry two-inch figurine in here, and I. Stop. What's wrong with that? He's a match legend. What's wrong Where with that? that? Who brought Hulk Hogan then? Who brought Hulk Hogan? I think that was the grappling guys. Brought Hulk Hogan in. We're working well, on. I'm gonna Kale just put like. Go ahead. I'm gonna put like four of my plaques up on that wall over there, that uh, right behind Ollie, and just there's gonna be there forever. Then. <laughs> yeah, bring some plaques. Hey, this is our domain. We control what goes up. Hey, bring here. bring one of your hot trophies in. Yeah, yeah. bring yeah one of your champion plaques or something. I won't steal it. Yeah. Bring something. Uh, hey, you do. You should have a plaque of some kind that you don't really have that much of attachment to that you could well, donate to our thing. Oh, what? You don't have to get it now. You, go ahead. Go get it now. Get there it he now. goes. Yeah, get it now. <laughs> you, you put. You plant a seed in. in All Ben's it takes head. is one little. That's one it. Little and he's seed. like, you know what? Let me leave. Let me. Impulse leave control is an issue with Ben. It is. <clears throat> he's got a lot of pros, but then sometimes he just walks off the set, and it's fun. Oh, Here. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. Oh, he's got a whole bin. He's got the rubber made. This is like the Kerry Colot film when he's going through and Here has his world medals in, Here's my... in his attic or garage. All right, he's going to reassemble. He's putting the so ear. I don't, know, I don't know if you guys saw that. But yeah. I, went and got a, I had a bin in my back room right here. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we could do like, what do you want from here, Ollie? I don't know. Wait, Wait. me personally or for the studio? Because that's. Oh, oh my gosh. Hell yeah. This is my only other college loss. I got second place to Cliff King. I want that. I like how you I want that. that. <laughs> I want that. One. Least about time. This is Central Missouri State Open. Oh, I want that one. <laughs> Can we please have that one? That's, that is. There's no way anything's going to top this that. This is interesting to me what you kept. Scuffle champ. Ooh, oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. Oh, this is uh, best athlete for 2002 at my high school. Wow. Yeah. Like that was debatable. Uh, rigged election. This is a box. What's in the box? I have no uh -oh. idea. What's in the box? <laughs> is this something nice? It's got Ben's pieces in there. <laughs> oh, no. This is great. Second place amateur nationals disc golf. <laughs> <laughs> he's so proud. He, that's the one he's most that's proud of. Yeah. <laughs> Man, if you bring in the Central Missouri. After all the jokes we made about that Central Missouri State Open, it would be. Yeah, I'm bringing that one. Perfect. Can I have your second Look place trophy? They actually, wow! Printed the bracket. They printed cool. the bracket on this. This is actually cool. So look at this. This is what. Uh, this is why these good like Carter Siraki, Tyron Hodge. He needs to be able to do this. Pin minute twenty six. Pin minute. Pin minute forty eight. Pin two minutes forty. Pin one minute. Like why can't they just do this? Just pin everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it's like what I did at what the Battle at the Beach High School Wrestling Tournament. <laughs> Pinned yeah. his way to third. <laughs> I won it. Two years running. Back to back? Yeah. All These... right. That was fun. That was fun. You guys let out oh, Hall uh -oh. of Fame, Wisconsin. George Martin Wrestling. That was George Martin. You guys have let me relive my glory days. I feel so good about myself now. <laughs>
they're pretty good days. I really do want one of those plaques though for my house. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna I'll bring a couple, Ollie. We'll yeah, that's crazy. You could be here next week. How exciting! All Me right, and ben are best friends. If we don't talk about Iowa, and Michigan, I'm going to start throwing stuff. What's that? Oh, that's, it. that's for winning NCAs. I should maybe take that out of a box in the back room. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Nah. Nah. <laughs> no, it's going back in. Winning Southern Scuffle, winning NCAA is basically the same thing in Ben's book. Yeah. Oh, these are two second place NCAA trophies. These are dog shit. They stay at the <laughs> <laughs> Ding. Cussing Ben Asker. All right. Sorry. Cuss. I put the cuss jar over on the, the, the bar. Do you put little Bitcoin particles in there? When you cuss, because normally people put in like U.S. dollars, but can you put in like the particles, the the vapors of particles, the, the they're vapor called satoshis. Uh, the satoshis. Va- I believe they're called vapors. <laughs> anyway, all right, Iowa, Michigan. I'm sorry. Good job, Michigan. Iowa looked really bad. I thought uh, in quite a few weight classes. Start. Let's start with 41 because that's the number one. 41. Match. We got to start with 25. How did the Augustino <laughs> hold on to that? In double overtime. I don't know. How? That's like some some jujitsu like bottom it, side control. I don't know. I don't get it. It was so crazy. How could he not swim out? The whole time. But Christian, it was from like 24 seconds down to zero. He somehow held on. I was like, I was coming out at some point. And he just never came out. Never did. Um, it was weird. That was weird. Where is Drake Ayala's left-handed single leg is my question. I was surprised we we haven't seen it. I feel like we didn't see it during uh, the Ramos match. Didn't see it here. That's his. That's his shot. I don't know where it's at. So not a great performance there. We knew that was going to be a close match, though. Let's be honest. We knew that was going to be a yes. tight one. Thirty-three. They're not going to be competitive at the highest level uh, with whoever they use. Dylan. Seems like Colin's the guy now. See, I don't understand that. How did Teske not win this spot outright uh, at the salute? But Teske hasn't been that good this year. Am well, I right or wrong on this one? What? But what's okay? Yes, that is definitely true. Okay. But what's the pull up, Cullen? Yeah. Teske's eight and two against Division One opponents, but he did get drilled by Jacob Van D. and lost Evan Frost pretty badly. Yeah. But what? what no good wins. But Cullen, well, he won the salute. Yeah. I, that had Cullen yeah, in it. I don't, I don't listen. I I don't know what. Um, maybe it's not the final decision. I, I don't know, but that, I, I'm surprised by it. I, I I assumed after the salute that Teske would probably be the guy moving forward, but maybe not. Yeah. Regardless, yeah, kind of are shifting him around too because like um, using him at 41, 40, well 49 also. They're putting Vinovich back in. Yep. I didn't. I I wondered if that was more strategic for the duel. Boinovich is going to keep it a little tighter. Ratchie's going to go after it, and that's you can get pinned against Austin Gomez. Voinovich is going to keep it tighter. That's that was my read. I don't know. No, no intel there. Yeah, but regardless, those those two right. weights are not weights we're we're expecting many points at NCAs for for Iowa. One forty one, however, was he's the consensus number one guy in America, and Sergio Limley took it to him. He reversed him to his back. Then he cradled him. He was 100% pinned at the end. I don't know what was happening. How did they not call a pin there? How did they not? It's almost like I went pin sake at calls, but I don't know. Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I was just, I don't know. 
Um, but to me, this was more about real what well, – listen, Michigan fans can yell. But I think this was a little bit of more – that. if you think I look like the real Woods we'd seen all last year and most of this year, I would just have to disagree with you. I thought he looked off. He had missed time previously. And one thing you know, it's like if you, if you got the Illinois Northwestern weekend, easy to sit out. Michigan, you're going to be more likely to bring him out there then, then sit if you think he can go, you use him because you know you need him, right? You need this guy. It's going to be a tight duel. We thought it was going to be tight. It ended up not being. But we thought it was going to be close, and yeah. maybe he wasn't ready. But I don't think that's the real we're going to see come Big Tens and NCAAs. Um, but it is, a, it is concerning because he never had a moment like this last year. Yeah, it is always – he's at – go ahead, J.D. It's always, um, I don't know, insane or odd – when we see a, a beatdown like that, that was kind of a beatdown, and we're like, yeah, but I might pick the other guy next match. Yeah, if they meet again. Yeah, I'll, I'll for sure pick real until until I see that it's a real pattern. Well, I'm not saying I'm doing that. Wasn't but... it just? It was just two sequences, right, guys? So there was the reversal from bottom that mm-hmm. was six points. Okay, and then the last sequence was seven points. But yeah, the fact that real wasn't able to get a takedown and get on top. One thing I'm noticing, I remember last year, this guy blow the whistle. He's on your leg. He's taking you down. He's tilting you. Like it was like it was like Spencer, but 41. I haven't seen that this year. He's not. I don't know if people are like, all right, let's weather the storm early because he doesn't have it uh, in the same way late. But I I don't know. I've noticed that's a big difference too with the real. Because real wasn't really that he wasn't really like that earlier in his career, right? No. Or am I wrong on that one? No, and it, it was, was like you flipped a switch when he got to Iowa, and he's like, "I'm getting yes. on the leg right away. I'm gonna get on top and start tilting these guys." And he did it basically yes. all last year, and then this year I feel like it hasn't been quite the same. He also needs yeah. to quit doing that darn key lock thing. That is so bad. I hate it when guys do that. It's such like just a poor sport. I want to try to injure someone type thing. And we, we've uh, really got on barely Fernandez. But yeah, this is equally as bad. Yeah. Richie Figgs elbowed Spratly in the face. That was, that, was, that was so ridiculous. I don't know why. Why didn't they DQ him? That was so flagrant. Yeah. It was so obvious. Sprat- it was so bad. Yo, Spratly's funny though. He does. He's the classic little needler instigator thing. If you go back and watch both the certain match and the uh, um, and the figs match, he did this thing with figs where like he's kind of getting up and he literally they're like walking back to center. And he has like his face on his back as he's moving forward, just really like oh, just yeah. needling him, and he's already won the match. And then uh, so he's just standing there and then he gets elbowed in the face. But then against certain, if you watch, they're walking back Boy, to center. Certain. He's like kind of like almost trips. He's not tripping him, but he's walking so close by him. He's kind of nudging him from behind. No, Cert- he bumped into him twice. Okay, and then certain, but it's always he gets them to retaliate. And certain turns on straight up shoves him. They didn't call anything, which there. is perfect. But Spratley's a little, uh, little needler. I think it's funny. But yeah, don't elbow people yeah. in the face. Don't do key locks, guys. It's not cool. Seriously, so bad. Gomez keeps right. wins. Uh, Will Luan oh is back gosh. in prime form, which means he does less than Bo Bartlett, does nothing, and then gets escapes in one second. Prime Will Luan form. I kind of love it now. At this point, I'm all in on it. Yeah. Stop, <laughs> Diddy, stop. It's so, there's so much anticipation to see it, and 
it's the one thing you can in in these uncertain times. Isn't it good to have something you can count on? Yeah, you can true. count on Will. You know what you're. You know what he's gonna bring, and you know what. The, you know what's? I don't think Ben could hold him down. Boom, he's up and out uh, right away. Well, he does that sit out. He's more of a sit out, right? Isn't he does he does a sit out. You know what he does great is somehow. Uh, I wish I had more room here, but he does a sit out and he like goes to his back. And like, yeah, he, you know, like he puts his arms up as he sits and turns. He's got some. Do you guys know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know mm-hmm. exactly what you're saying. It's it's uncanny how well he's able to. And how quickly he's able to clear. I mean, Frantic got out in four seconds. And I was like, all right, he's got this. Because just dropped down. But he couldn't. Why can't guys yeah. drop down to his leg? Because he sits out so fast. Dang. It was a sit-out okay, escape. Right. Yeah. Right? Am I wrong here? Yeah, yeah, no. Someone play the video. No, you're right. It, it was, was a sit-out. Sit you don't yep. even know. He... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, sit, I was so sit-out is such a... It's funny because... It's not like uh, very, very highly used, like as a, uh, as a percentage of escapes. But th- there's certain guys who are good at sitouts. I remember Johnny Hendricks had a really good sitout. It's like almost no one stopped it. Sir, it was sis. weird. I think it's like the shorter, stockier that can generate some power type guys. Yeah, they just have a great sitout and they get away almost every time. Jason Sertzis had a really good one too. There's a good one. Fast. Yeah. Uh, okay. So good job by Will. Uh, creates a little upheaval <laughs> in the 157 rankings by. Winning by the smallest margin within the smallest margin. It's actually a criteria victory, I feel like. It's just the... It really is. Yes. I was thinking I was thinking the whole time, because I pick a one, I was thinking, oh my God, I'm going to lose another pick here because freaking Frantic's going to cover in overtime. Because there's two and a half. Honestly, if you... This is one of those scenarios with Frantic. You could say, while wow, you played Will Luan's game, he, he had a lot of attacks. He just could not finish them. Yeah. He kept doing this like kind of misdirect single leg that looked really good. He could not finish on Will. Maybe they should have hit him for stalling. Um, I wouldn't have hated that. So he did, Will had a stall warning. And if so, I don't think anyone would have thrown a fit if he would have got called for stalling in an overtime. Yeah. I think you throw up the double stall 20 seconds into a Willow on match. <laughs> just to see. Just, <laughs> just so we know. You're on notice. Just, I know it. Just poke the match with a stick and be like, all right, do something. And uh, you know what? Something could happen. But as it turns out, nothing did. 65, Caliendo beats Bowman. No Camamine yet again. Don't know what's up there. He missed some time already Getting this healthy. year. That's fine. Yeah. Ben, ben, it's okay. Yeah. Ben's fine with it. And plus they have Bowman. And I like watching yeah. Bowman. Bo's a beast. I, I hate it when, um, it just put me on record on this one. I hate it when college coaches try to force guys into duels to keep, you know, to keep them wrestling or for the duel meet when it's, it's significantly counterproductive to the athlete when they should be getting healthy. Like this is the time of the season where it's like, you got to be healthy for conference. Yeah. Don't freaking try to force them in another three or four duels. And they're kind of lingering the injury. Just like, boom, get them healthy, get them better back for conference. Yep. So Ben hates the fans. Got it. Ben hates Doesn't the want fans. anybody to wrestle. Yep. No, no. Hates school meets. Well, I that want tracks. people to have big enough rosters where they can throw people in, oh, um, boy. which really I know gonna that's going to be a problem up? with the Mizzou duel. I don't know what happened in the Mizzou duel. I looked at their roster. They have two other 33s, one of whom has not wrestled at all this year, one of whom has. And then there was a backup 25. So I, They have I eight call 25s night. and 33s on their roster. Yeah, so I know Preston Spray, he has an injury, so I know he's out. Um, well, Seltzer's listed as 33, but he's not a 33 anymore. Um, 
So there was there was two other 33s that I noticed and one other 25. And I, I don't know if it was like, maybe he got sick really late and it, the other guys are too far overweight. I'm not certain what the issue was. I don't, I don't know, but it's not good. Um, okay. We already talked about Kennedy Griffith. Griffith looked really good because Griffith was actually, he, he pushed for the major late and got it. Like he was scoring late in the 30s, scoring off attacks. It wasn't just the top and he just sat on the, on the lead. It was, it was a good response after a really tight win over Rocco Welsh. Blue Blue Kennedy out, eighty four whatever ninety seven whatever Glaziers um, dominates Strigo and then Davison takes out Hill and you're left with a with a lopsided win for Michigan who just started out the duel kind of like how they start out the Ohio State duel just on fire winning every match and they're looking really tough right now and everyone knew this was going to be a close yeah. match and it's it was surprising to see and it's. It's one of the more shocking Iowa losses I can recall in the in the last couple of years. Well, didn't you guys say a stat like they hadn't lost in the last five years to non a uh, non Penn State team or maybe non Penn State team in the Big Ten or no. there's some some stat to that they, they've lost to Ohio State in, within the last three or four years and they lost to um, okay and they lost not to, like this though Ah, uh, yeah I looked it up they've had some big mm-hmm. to non Penn State teams mm. the Ohio okay. State. I'll pull it up, but it was not hey, like the 2015 happened. Ohio State team, mm-hmm. even since then. Something like that. More hey, Christian, I want to go back. Uh, you just said Michigan is starting to look really good. That was, I think, their first duel where they were looking really good, right? Remember, they lost to South Dakota State in January, and then they got drilled by Penn State. And then they were against Ohio State last week. They were the gigantic, overwhelming favorites, and they lost to Ohio State. So I actually think this is the first duel where they were kind of like, I don't want to say maybe living up to expectations would be a good way to put it. Well, what what I would say is they're getting really good production from Ragason and Gomez. Yep. And I think you're yep. whereas earlier in the year we didn't have Gomez and sure. Ragason was in red shirt and you're wondering where's where's Chris Cannon gonna be. And now you see Shane Griff I agree this is probably like the first, but I think there it's been trending a little bit. And now Griffith's back yeah. looking really good. You assume Camamine's gonna be yep. there. Diagostino beats Drake. I feel like this was kind of the moment, but there's some other things that have been trending very yeah. positively for them. But And so uh, that's also I think negative for Iowa because you start looking like, you know, we were saying uh Ayala is a you know a big step up, maybe contend for a national title, which I guess I'm not totally writing off given twenty five. Um No. But then you also say, well, Diagostino's at, what, 12 rank or something like that? Um, and then 33, they're not going to get anything. 41, you were saying, overwhelmingly, the likelihood to win is real woods, and now you're questioning that. 49, 100%. nothing. 57, you're saying a little bit of a question mark of how high he's going to finish because now he's lost twice. Um, you know, 65, he's looking good, but 65's deep, and we'll see him and Mitchell, so that should be a fun one this Friday. And then 74 up, you're like, rough we ain't getting no points there yeah so yeah it's it's gonna be tough for for iowa i think this you know this is it's kind of like the uh they were able to get through a lot of the missing guys in the lineup from the gambling thing for a while but now i feel like it's all kind of coming to a head they they were able to figure it out with iowa state they were able to look really really good against nebraska and they won some big matchups and then i think they matched up sort of well there but michigan you know, sort of revealed, hey, they, you're going to miss Nelson Brands. 
you're gonna miss yes. Tony Cassiope. Like Cassiope. The, it just hurts not having those guys. And um, at at a certain point, that all comes to roost. So tough for them. Yes. But I will say this too. I feel like every team at least has this one oh, week yeah. weekend whatever. Where it's like, oh, they looked off, and you kind of almost. It's, this is where JD can be. He's the true expert on what does and does not count. But this feels like <laughs> doesn't count. This feels like the everyone has a bad week, weekend, whatever. Even the good teams, and so maybe this was that. I thought it was Penn State was a little down this weekend. I thought Missouri way down. Down. Iowa, but Iowa, that's two down, down weekends in a row for Missouri. So hopefully that's like all the down mm. they get. They get another down. We're gonna start questioning it. Start to be just are you down? Okay, so. Yes. We'll, we'll see. And, you know, Iowa, on the one hand, they could get... We'll get into it Thursday. We'll get into all... Wednesday. Wednesday this week. Wednesday, yes. We'll, we'll get into it. Uh, okay. Let's talk about your boys. Let's, now. let's go. Do we need No, a, I don't want to talk. Let's, let's go to questions. <laughs> you, no, you have to answer for it. Yeah, you have to answer for it. You Can I cut out of the show? No. No. All right. Uh, I'll answer for it. Uh, 25. I thought they missed back points. I think certain won that match. The other thing I was so frustrated certain was he had, I think it was 46 a ride time. And I felt like he was trying to force a turn. It's like, you only got 14 more. Just freaking ride this sucker for, and there was no, then zero stall warnings also. Right. So just ride this dude out for 14 more and get that, that ride time point And you win two one. Yeah. Um, I don't know what he was trying there with that leg ride. It felt like he was really trying to force it over. I thought he was in. I th- I thought he was in a great position to ride for a while, but and it looked like he just fell yeah. off. I didn't understand it. Well, I thought he was trying to force it that way. Which okay. I, that's again, why is he trying to force it that way at that point in time in the match? There's 14 seconds till ride time, and I was making 30 ish left in the match or something. Yeah. 45, something like that. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Um, I thought yeah, he was close to near fall. Spratley's a scrapper, man. He's another one of these 25s. It's going to be... Yeah. He's going to be tough to beat in March for sure. 33, I don't yeah. understand not having a, a... You're at home. I also don't... I don't, don't get know. That. Didn't call. What? Why? Got no answers. Just a question. Why are these people yeah. on the team? What are they for? What do you do this for? Why do you do all these practices if you're not going to be like mildly... I'm sure there's an excuse. I just don't for know what eight it is, guys, For eight guys... The story. Eight, not eight. You're exaggerating. It's, right, I'm just it's looking three. at their there roster lo- that your school Three logical out. possibilities, I thought. When I looked this morning, I thought there were three logical possibilities, and I don't know what the excuses for those three were. D- Brian Smith seems like the most cautious, overly prepared person that you could fathom for this. I can't. I'm, I don't understand why. I'm sure there's a reason, but wh- why are all these people on yeah. the team if they're not going to step in wrestling? Because what happens if I, you wrestle— if you just put someone out fix. there, then date yeah, then you don't let Dayton effectively win two weights. But that would be uh that was weird also because uh you know taking Jameson is the probably significant favorite against Josh Edmond. So it's kind of weird well, I don't that they know. didn't put him out there. Maybe you don't not. think so? I don't know. Edmund's been I mean, Edmund is funny because like he wrestles Dayton Fix really tough and he's been he's like really hard to score on, but he's not really scoring a ton of points himself uh, does that make sense yes i mean i think Dayton yeah, definitely so, you feel more confident in dayton yeah that win though is what cp is saying tight duel you want it listen yeah. anything can happen with i mean jameson's still a freshman edmund is still tough and yeah you know 
you just know Dayton's going to find a way to win that match, right? Don't you don't let him do that. Yeah, also, sure. just to say, Dayton is one of the most anytime anywhere wrestlers I can remember. Like yeah. over over the course of his career and him bumping up there, so many so there are very few guys that would bump up in that situation. I'll just leave it at that. Let's, yeah. Ben, let's yeah. get a so Edmund, John Edmund talking has, to Dayton impersonation, telling him to yeah. bump up. Yeah. What, what what was John saying to Dayton? He just told him, hey, son, you're good. You're going to wrestle 141 and get us a win. How about that? How about that? <laughs> we're going to say yes, sir. Yes, sir. Edmonds got three overtime losses, a 9-8 loss to Tom Crook, 2-1 to one to Dayton, and then 9-6 to six to Cornella, which obviously he was in that. So he's in all the matches. He yeah. just is not getting any really good wins. I mean, hopefully he figures it, <laughs> figures it out. At the end of the season, which would be great, but he hasn't figured it out to this point. Yeah, Juan Mogan took exception to my comment that Penn State was down. I understand they they wrestled well, but you know I think Davis, Nagal, Carter, you know getting hit for stalling in the third. I think that was another guy, and then Bernie Truex got pinned by Ryder Rogowski. So I think if four of your guys are not probably wrestling to expectation, I think. That's, that's uh, the crazy thing. That's, that's notable. I agree. I think that was their down week, and that's what they. did. I know it probably will be. Um. Anyway, for like, Missouri, Missouri, however you say it, for that forfeit sure. there, I think I know what happened. Hit me as the resident hangover expert. Oh my gosh! It could have been eight. I think it was a one twenty-five, one thirty-three party. Yeah, all eight of them. <laughs> you know, Ben. You know the weight classes all party together. You know how it is. That's it, how they do it. It's, yeah, it's clicky yeah, like this. by size. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Now, who knows what happened? But, uh, yeah, that was weird. Um, and then we the, didn't have Joffrey, which that, that hurt also. That hurts bad. That hurt bad. Yeah. Mahler loses to Travis. Travis is really having a nice Ooh. season. He's tough. He's having a good year. You hate your chiropractor's son. I, I love Brooks. He's my, he's my, he makes me laugh so much. <laughs> then 65, Keegan gets the, the takedown riding time. What were your thoughts on Keegan's performance against Olenek? I sure thought he could have had a takedown at the end there also, like right off the duck and the hands were down. And then there was another point where he kind of put him on the other side. And I uh, I don't know if that could have been maybe a little more aggressive, but I, I did think he had a takedown at the end there. Braden Thompson's putting together a pretty tough season. Uh, beats beats Peyton Mako. Um, yeah, wins a late exchange and gets a, the biggest win of his NCAA career. And then that's when it was... That was another one where Peyton... Should have have been a little more on point in that uh, he had a first period shot and like almost had a takedown where he kind of stepped over and then uh, Thompson ended up rolling through. If he would have been a little more on point on that one, then he could have potentially won that. Oklahoma State just maybe should have putting together a really tough season so far. They've been they've beaten some really good teams this year and they've beaten them soundly. And Missouri is a good team and they won big. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yanni, Nick Lee, Wrestloff, we got to get to that. Mm. This was a bummer uh, for wrestling fans because we got one match and we're hoping for another cool series. Yanni um, was up. His first takedown, first score was for Nick, I think, off a counter. Mm-hmm. And then Yanni gets, Yanni gets the takedown and then a step out. and then But on the takedown, he slammed his head and I guess concussed himself or whatever. And so he finished the match, but it was ugly. And then lost 12-3 to Nick Lee and then forfeited the second match. 
he put a tweet out that said he was in the hospital. Um, so hope he heals up. Congrats to Nick who um, yeah. goes to four and zero against Yanni, which is wild. Dang, this crazy, huh? It is crazy. Um, the overall, there are only six matches at these wrestle offs. There's supposed to be like so many more, and then like uh, Emma Bruntel weighed in. And this forfeited what happened there? and just forfeited to Amit. I have no idea. Um, Jakar Winchester didn't come, so I don't know. Huh? So that was weird. Um, any other thoughts on the Dayton Gilman thing? Dayton Gilman, the Gilman Dayton, tweet. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I thought no it was. Thoughts. I mean, Thomas. Oh wait, we should put the we haven't even talked. I'm I'm having my pre-show. Yeah, you didn't even bring up the tweet. So yeah, Tom. Well, I don't have the tweet. Hold on, let me pull it up. Get the tweet. It was Hobbs with our dead culture, making excuses for the loser, starting something and not finishing. It's more admirable to step into the arena and lose than not step back in at all. I didn't get this honestly at all because Yanni did not come back. I assumed for match two. Uh, I now Thomas. Rides hard for Penn State now, very hard. So he was obviously riding for his guy, Nick Lee. But I thought it was an unnecessary shot at Yanni. It was more taking shots at Yanni than riding for Nick. And he had the opportunity to wrestle off in this scenario as well. That's what I didn't get. And didn't. Um, I mean, he says starting something and not finishing it is more admirable. But you didn't come. You're letting you're letting the fate of your Olympic, you know, dream. It's it's you're put you're giving it to Zane Richards, but then you're gonna take a shot at Yanni. Like I get. Listen, you shouldn't say out of that exchange. Well, Yanni would have won. Like that's that is obviously. But I didn't see that. I saw people appropriately observing. Oh, Yanni definitely hit his head here, and the fact that he forfeited the next match. Do we know has Yanni? throughout his career, not bought a, a modicum of credibility as a pretty tough guy who makes the walk well, and really, really wants to wrestle. Like, he's not quitting because he lost. He's, there's obviously... I don't think on a 20 CEO. It's Exactly. That's my point. It's never yeah. happened. The guy's tough. He won NCAAs as a true freshman with a torn ACL from the quarters on. Okay? He's a pretty tough guy. No one's saying Nick Lee doesn't deserve to win. No one's saying that Nick Lee's not better. I think people were just like, oh, he hit his head. He had a concussion. Listen, I like Thomas a lot. I think he's, I find him to be very, one, I thought how thoughtful Thomas normally is, is actually um, underappreciated. But I thought in this moment. Nah, he can, he, he can definitely. Um, I know. He's had some be, clunkers. I mean, it, it, to me, it's hilarious how fast he flipped from like an Iowa homer to a Penn State homer. Like he goes hard for whoever he's with at that point in time. Because he flipped so hard for Penn State yeah. against Iowa when he went there, and, and prior he was, you know, Iowa's biggest cheerleader. Yeah, I, I, I thought, I, I don't know, I didn't. Think, I mean, Yanni was his team. You know, they've been on teams together. I don't know. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like that. I thought, man, I agree. I mean, the biggest part thing that you brought up, Christian, was the fact that he chose not to compete for the spot and is letting Zane have it. Essentially, yeah. that's like the biggest point I think of all the points. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was and weird. And also his Twitter bio has a, a typo in it. Oh. And that's rough when you're like doing kind of like you're th throwing out some trolley tweets. <laughs> what is the typo, Ollie? It says follow of Christ instead of follower. Oh. 
You know, that, that maybe you just a, don't know what a follow is. Yeah, you don't. You don't that's <laughs> that, just, you know what? That's I, just your that, issue, There's Ollie. a strong point. There's a strong point. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like that. I don't. I don't hate the drama in a little trash talk. I just thought this felt this felt like a miss to me. He's a big go out on your shield guy. Yeah, he goes for it. He does. He didn't bring out shield. shield. Daryl Smith just gave us twenty dollars. I don't know who that is. Shout out, Daryl. We don't get that money though. Just goes straight to the. Who splits it? Me, you, me. We split it four ways here, or what? We split it. <laughs> we split it three ways. You mean that money? That five bucks though. <laughs> twenty divided by three is five. I get cut out again. You get cut out again. You don't have uh, you don't have seniority here yet. It's I didn't put it in my contract. Yeah, you it's gotta, on me. You got to put it in there. Need a better agent. Okay, do we want to go to questions? I feel like we can get to a lot. Yeah, but we don't have a choice. Nine minutes left. Who would you rather watch, Austin Gomez or Dylan Ness? Mm. Mm. I feel like the buzz around Dylan, like uh, that was he, so fun. He was so crazy. He was so crazy. I don't know. I think I think Dylan was had more of a I think Austin is just more regular really good at kind of everything and he kind of has throws whereas yeah. Dylan was way more unpredictable. And Dylan would also his were maybe more exciting because from bottom he would just roll to his back. He was yeah. still, he turn in. He was like Soldano. Grab the head and kick him. Yes. Yeah, he was I'd like to, to Add Ryan Lang into the running on the on this as well. That's a throwback. He was crazy. Throwback. The Darian Caldwell Ryan Lang match is goaded. <laughs> but Ryan Lang would just go off the deep end. Like if it wasn't going his way, he would just. It was almost like Saldana wish, where he would just keep going for it, and it would just keep not going his way. Sometimes it would though, <laughs> and, then, and then it would work. It's called that re- one time. It's called regressive gambling, I believe is the term. I know a bit about that's, that. Yeah, that's kind of what but, it is. But here's the bit. thing about regressive gambling: it works. It's fun. It works. <laughs> it, work, it works. Every time, 20% of the time. Yeah, so, all right, you bet $10, you lose $10, you bet $20 to get that back, and you just keep betting. You have to spend money to make money. Yeah, Mm -hmm. this is Economics 101. (laughs) Uh, All right, Christian, I got a question, and I just want to make fun of this guy because he has the stupid Twitter handle. His Twitter handle is Ben's Weak Bladder. (laughs) <laughs> but he, you know, needless to say, this guy is not smart because he said, is the team race closer than it has been portrayed to be? And I think the obvious answer to that is no. Hey, Ben's weak bladder asking dumb questions. It's The team race is not close. Other than like the second, third down, that's going to be really close. Yes. But no, but I'm assuming he's talking about the, the team race and it's not close. Yeah. Well, tell your bladder to stop making dumb yeah. questions. All right. Oh, JD, right now, I want you to set the line. Mm. Penn State minus how many points for at the NCAA championships? One. Uh, Ooh. It's got to be close to 70. It's around there. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm taking that line. I'm taking that line for sure. I'm, I'm not saying, but I'm saying it's close. I think it's because I think they're legitimately pushing to be like one of the top three teams, highest high scoring teams. If that's just, I mean. Ever. Man. Ever. Is anyone else going to get 100 points? I don't think so. So if they get one, I mean, it, Ben, I don't, I mean, 60. Uh, 170, he said 70. So if you said 50, I would say, oh, take the over, probably, or 40, maybe take the over. But 70 is like, I like my chances. One person gets hurt there and that they ain't covering. 
Yeah, I agree. One one Soldano right? There's still or a one chance Rogatsky like pin over Truex could foil that. Yeah, or Braden Davis doesn't do that well. You know, yeah. like six or seventh, or maybe Kasek is you know a six or seventh, something like that. Um, Nagao maybe is you know has a few down matches. Um, yeah, yeah. I think that's a possibility. Yeah, I think it's like forty some. Hammer over on forty, 40 some, some probably. I'd probably take that. I mean, I don't know. Let's see how they do against Iowa. Because, you know, Mitchell, if Mitchell smashes Caliendo, he's looking more like he's towards the top. You know, if, if, say, Frannick beats Levi, maybe you're getting a little nervous about those points. Um, You have Drake, whoops, Braden Davis, maybe you're nervous about those points. If if the team race isn't going to be close... I'm almost now to the point where I'm pushing for let's watch the like the highest scoring team yeah. of all time. Like let's watch history. That's cool to me where I'm at that point now where I'm like Yeah. All right, let's do it, Penn I've, State. I've been, it's been at that point since they got Mitchell and Aaron um and Bernie. Like I've been thinking about that. Uh okay. Yeah. Next up. No other good questions. Come on, they're all fired. There's other good ones. Tag on it, Ben. Uh, I don't know how do you feel about, about this one. How do you feel about Iowa going to Stillwater at the end of this month? I'm taking the pokes, but I bias pokes look really great. Young and seem to be learning as they go. Um, and then the next question would be a poke question. Are you thinking this is the number two team in the country? It's impressive to see the young talent and fix and plot as finalists. I think at the Nationals, they still have like plot and fix are probably the two, but who else is going to place really high? And that's... Uh, you know, that's probably where they may well, not get as many points at Nationals. Here's the thing. Okay, well, a lot of teams don't have the two guys like a Dayton and a Dustin. Um, a lot of them are yeah. the ones that are contending, lack two big guns like that. And then the other guys I feel like are just as likely as, you know, you think about Troy, Tagan, Teague Travis, Olenek. I think all those feel good about them. Braden Thompson's emerging. Um 97 looks like I don't know what's up there, and but Doucette looks like he could be around a 12 or low AA type of guy. I don't, they've got a lot of bullets. Yeah. 97 is the only real hole, um, and that's because Cerberus not back. 49 is a yeah, not great. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't but, know. It's, it's interesting. I th- I think they could be the second. Yeah, I mean, team. like the can contrast this with their performance, and you know maybe this is the you know. This was their bad one when you said Mizzou had a bad one or Cornell's had some bad ones. You know, like the other Iowa had a bad one is like, and maybe they weren't trying JD. I understand that's a possibility, but like their Vegas performance was like, man, we, we saw that and we're like, Oh, rough. That's tough. Rough. Vegas hangover. Yeah. Vegas hangover. (laughs) By the time JD and Ollie are done with this show, none of the matches will have actually happened in count. Yeah, more well, they don't count. None of them. Hangovers are a thing. Some do. The ones I want to count, count. Oh, that's fair. There is one question <laughs> I kind of want to. I want to get asked. It's in the doc, so if it's in the doc, I'm allowed to read it. Yeah. Right? Okay. Just make. Yeah, sure. you're allowed to read it. It says that w- this is reacting to a Ben Askren tweet. Okay. Ben Askren's Uh-oh, tweet says, "Damn, Iowa has zero takes da- takedowns in 40 plus minutes of wrestling so far in this duel." The question is, that was crazy! Exclamation point. I can't remember another team time a highly ranked team got zero takedowns in the first half of a duel. Can you guys? Oh boy. 
Yeah, actually, Adam Fellers brought it up to me. Mizzou did not have any takedowns <laughs> in the first half of their duel yesterday. Oh, but they that's forfeited why. one away class, so it was not 40 minutes of wrestling. I'm just, I was, it was interesting how you skipped over that question in the doc, but now it's making sense yeah. to why you skipped it. Call me a full circle. <laughs> uh, so funny. But they did get a takedown at 65, as did Iowa. Um, so it would be the fifth match, not the sixth match, because there was a forfeit there. Yeah. Ben, what was the longest amount of time you went without a takedown in a match? Ooh. Did you ever go a whole match without well, a takedown? Ryan Lang, I take down Ryan Lang because I lost three to two. Um, was there a match where I did? I'm, I'm sure there was a match where I did not get a takedown against Pendleton. But my last two years, I'm, I got takedowns against every single person. So probably a Pendleton match or Ryan Lang were the matches where I, I maybe didn't get a takedown. I don't think your takedown against Gavin was legit. He, it wasn't. It wasn't beyond reaction time. <laughs> I held him on his back for like 30 seconds, knucklehead. He was reacting the entire time. <laughs> I he had to tell the referee, like, hey, referee. I literally said to the referee, like, hey, he, he can't move right now. You need to start counting. And then the referee started counting, but I don't know what he was looking at. Yeah, he got you good at the start, though. He got you good. He did. <laughs> he got you <laughs> good. Tough. I love Keith. He's great. He is great. I saw him the maddest. Ever. He is the most subdued, even in, like, the biggest moments. What was the takedown? Yeah. There was some call that was missed so bad. He, his, the camera cuts to him, and he's just looking at the ref. He goes, what are you doing? It's so funny because if you know Keith, he's just the most. That was Keith's version of blowing his top. Yeah. Keith Gavin just lost it, folks. There was some other stuff that happened, but we ran out of time. So that's it. Yeah. I, know, I was looking, I was going, I was trying to find Florina needs to be, have a better search feature, but Oklahoma State took ninth at CKLV. Um, and that was kind of like Doucette didn't place, Top Server didn't finish. place, Thompson didn't place. Spratley didn't place that, and so that, that's like their down performance. Um, but they're looking really good lately. They certainly are. All right, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will be back Wednesday this week. That's right, Wednesday, Wednesday. to accommodate for Ben's very busy schedule. Thank you guys. Thank you to Ollie, JD, and Ben, and especially you for listening. See you on Wednesday. Goodbye. Go Lopers.